breaking it down. What's up? Did y'all like that Brent Cobb song? Morning's gonna come. Thank you, BC. Mr. Cobb out of Cobb, Georgia, for letting us use that song for our Breaking It Down series. Chad Belding, Alex Crosby. Another episode brought to you by the one and only Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey. Enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking. The one and only, the iconic Jack Daniels. Every single drop is made right there in Lynchburg, Tennessee. I'm talking the old number seven, the Gentleman Jack, the single barrel, the new bonded, the new triple mash, the Sinatra, the gold, the flavors like Tennessee Fire, Tennessee Apple, and Tennessee Honey. 170 countries sell Jack Daniels, and every drop is made in little tiny Lynchburg, Tennessee. Can you imagine? That is so awesome to me. I truly appreciate Jack Daniels and everything they stand for, the culture. Thank you for being a huge part of what we do, Jack Daniels. Again, enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking, but your presenting sponsor of Breaking It Down right here at This Life Ain't For Everybody is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Today's episode is also brought to you by High Vis Shooting Systems. Mr. Phil Howe, everybody up in Laramie, Wyoming. Thank you, Tess. Thank you, Sandy. Illumination, seeing that light pipe technology at the end of your barrel. Whether it's a handgun, whether it's a shotgun, turkey gun, duck gun, goose gun, we believe in high vis. We've been with them for 11 years now. Thank you, Mr. Phil, for believing in us from day one. We could not do this without you. We're living our dreams because of you believing in us and the support you've given us through the years. Today's episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Mickey Thompson Racing, Mickey, Mickey Thompson Tires. We're part of the Mickey Thompson family. Can you imagine that? The Baja 500, every single one of their four-wheel drive tires, their mud tires, their all-terrain tires, the new MTZs, they are an awesome, comfortable, safe ride. You will notice the difference in a heartbeat, The how quiet they are and how they grip the road. We love Mickey Thompson. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Willie, for, again, believing in everything we're doing here with our TV shows and our podcasts. Thank you so much. We cannot wait to be back out on the road driving and riding on those Mickey Thompsons. Today's episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Gator Tail. You got to check out these mud motors and these boats. Kyle Broussard and the crews are building down in South Louisiana. I can't wait to get there. We're going to be with you guys this coming November, filming some episodes at your duck camps, eating some gumbo and some etouffee. It's the Cajun lifestyle. It's Gator Tail. This is when precision meets marksmanship, meets the entrepreneurial spirit of America. Kyle, you're doing it, bro. Appreciate you. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Bad Boy Mowers. Northeast Arkansas, zero turn mowers. You got a big lawn. You got a healthy lawn. You want to keep it looking good. You want it to be in the shape of a golf course. Look no further than Bad Boy Mowers. Lenny, Phil, you guys are incredible people for taking a chance with us. We absolutely love the bad boy mentality, the bad boy lifestyle, and we love the product. We're using them every day. Our buddy Bubba Henderson would attest that this has made his life and his job so much easier and so much better. Thank you, Bad Boy Mo's. And last but not least, actually, we got two sponsors left. I apologize. We got Oakley, your vision. You got to take care of it. Thank you to Eric. Thank you to Drew, the entire crew at Oakley USA. Can you imagine a duck hunting company is with Oakley? That's because our military is. That's because the blue line, all of our officers, our firefighters, they're wearing Oakley because of the lenses, because of the technology, because of the perfection and design. Oakley, we do not hunt without them. We care about our vision. We want to be seeing ducks in their majesty. We want to see our grandkids someday in their majesty. We truly appreciate Oakley and what they stand for, the story, the culture, all of their product and innovation. There's nothing better for your eyes as well as the aesthetics and you looking like a badass than Oakley. And today's episode 
of This Life Ain't For Everybody, breaking it down. I got a bag with me right now, Jack Links, high protein. I don't eat a lot of starch. I'm trying to look good. I'm trying to be healthy going in to my mid-40s and my 50s. I, I eat and I believe in working out and eating a lot of protein. And Jack Links, the cold craft, all of your slab jerky, all of your sticks, your nuggets, quality. Thank you, Troy. Thank you, Mr. Jack. An American company, Jack Link's Jerky, the best worldwide. The quality, you cannot argue it, and you will never match it. I promise you. You can try to imitate it, but you're not going to get there with their recipes and their flavors, their smokiness, their tenderness. We love Jack Link's. They have been with us for seven years now, and we're not stopping there. We just signed an extension with them. We're excited for it. Three-year extension in the books. You're looking at 2023, 2024, and 2025. Jack Link's, thank you all so much. Another episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody, breaking it down with myself, Chad Belding, and Alex Crosby. Hope you all enjoy the discussion, and I hope, again, that you love that Brent Cobb song. You're going to hear it at the end of this. Morning's going to come. Thank you all so much for the subscriptions and downloads. Talk to you soon. Have you been sticking to the uh, no phone first hour after you open your eyes each morning deal? We're tied right now. 120-120. You did. Both, Both of us have one mistake. Is it twenty dollars a day? I thought it was a. I thought it was ten. Is it ten? I don't know. What do we put? We're gonna have to go back and listen to the tape. I thought it was twenty. Was it twenty a day? Twenty a touch. Twenty a touch. Might have been ten, but what if you wake up at seven or six, and then fall back asleep and wake up at seven? Does that count? No. You got to wait until eight then. Yeah. You know how I screwed myself? I had to set an alarm. And I set an alarm. So when my alarm went off, I obviously that wouldn't be considered a touch, in my opinion. I turned the alarm off, but I think I was just like kind of tired and I just grabbed my phone and opened it. And I was like, <laughs> I just screwed up. Did you stay with it? I just kept scrolling. Yeah, because I knew I'd already cost myself 20 bucks. So I figured why my, no discipline to not scroll when I had already messed up. I just went for it. But what was so important that you needed to go for it? It wasn't, but it. So I was going for a motorcycle ride. I had to be somewhere at seven. So I always wake up at six thirty, but I needed to be up at six. So when I set my alarm for six, then when I woke up and I kind of was like just waking up, I knew I had like an extra like ten minutes before I really had to get out of bed. And I just started looking at my phone like an idiot. So when you say look at your phone, are you are you mainly scrolling through Instagram and looking at other people put out reels or videos or whatever you're watching nah, i mean i do i usually do text i check text email and then if there's if nothing there uh needed to be done or satisfied my urge i guess and i then i scroll how do you dictate when you return a text is it the person that sends it is it the time of day you get it is it the subject matter or are you the guy that is on top of it and you respect everybody and if you get it you return it and it never goes more than a couple hours or what is for sure you don't wait a day ever never i mean i shouldn't say never but like if i'm busy or like if i'm at an event or something like that and i i just can't do it then you know it might take some time but if i'm if i've read it and and it's an easy answer then i just answer it like right then you know how many texting conversations do you think you average in a day pretty much all i do anymore my my phone never rings like really never i mean it does i shouldn't say never but like you don't believe in talking 
I do, but nobody else does. I literally feels like you call anybody nowadays and they just. So are you like, are you like deep? Like that's starting yesterday. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58. 58 yesterday, which is more than that because now I'm starting today. 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, 76, 77, 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85. 85 and some of those ones from today were on yesterday too. So like that's 85 different conversations in texting. And then however many I have on the phone, which is nonstop too. We're just wasting our time. Not, I'm not like that. Did you see all those texting conversations? You, you, ha- you have something wrong with you. Look at this texting. That's insane. Look at that thing. It doesn't even move. Do you never get rid of them either? Look at this. Use them in a court of law. That's just, that's just, that thing's barely moved up there. Well, you got to get rid of some of that stuff. Dude. Okay, get rid of it. I'm going down. That's July 13th. July 10th. July 6th. These are all different conversations you're having? Look, at there's, there's, the, there's the beginning of July right there. How, how, how can you have so many different conversations going on? That's what I'm trying to tell you, dude. My mind's warped. Like, I can't keep up. Look at this is, this one is about a video that we need to shoot in Wisconsin. So we're getting details going. This one is about a business opportunity in Louisiana. This dude's awesome. This one here is about um, logistics for a trip that we were leaving for. We need to make sure that we had a bunch of stuff. This one is the Lear guy in town that does all of our installs. This one is Ricky Henderson. This one is, this one right here is a video shoot that Clint was coming over to do with Eli. This one is getting hotel rooms for a guy for the Toby Keith concert. This is my ophthalmologist. Boom. This you is bass- your ophthalmologist. <clears throat> yeah. He's a duck hunter. Yeah. Something's wrong with you. Bass fishing, California, <clears throat> country music, Alabama. Sushi and Chico, the owner of Japanese blossom. I want to go eat sushi. And I was down there a couple weeks ago. Nonstop. Nonstop. So stupid. Yeah. Emails, Same thing. Emails are stupid. Like all day I'm getting, getting, Price sixty a day, and no, then on top no of that, no wonder your elbows messed up. Then on top of that, the phone conversations. I don't even have a laptop anymore. Like this used to be mine right here. Use it for podcasting now. My question is, is why, why are some people wired like? I'm just constantly trying to create, or constantly trying to negotiate, or constantly trying to. <laughs> do whatever you know set things up get this going like it's crazy like the, how big the network has gotten like this texting this text right here is from a guy a bass player that i met backstage at the grand old opry right here and he's coming to tahoe to play he's a, he he's running on a big tour right now so we're bringing a boat up to tahoe we're gonna boat it around bar hop go dock it go to the hotel at harvey's and then go watch the show at the Outdoor Amphitheater. 
and jam and i'm sitting here getting all the logistics done a month in advance to make sure i got the boat lined up to make sure i got the, the head count for passes all that stuff it's somewhere in your mind do you think you want to slow down a little bit i don't know like today i had nightmares last night i, I don't have bad dreams i had like nightmares last night i i toss and turn and had nightmares i don't even know why because i had a great evening i cooked uh unreal salmon on a salad sat in the pool got in the pool swam sat in the hot tub showered relaxed and then could not sleep wheels turning pissing me off then i'd fall asleep then i'd have a bad dream i'd be back up again don't know what that's a sign of because i don't have a lot of dreams not in good dreams or bad dreams i don't dream a lot so i don't know like it's like do you turn it off like today i'm exhausted exhausted because last week i had a huge week thursday tracy lawrence is playing at night of country load up the truck go down there and meet marty howard go back to tracy's bus hang out got Alyssa with me i have tater with us me and anna had a blast we got up on the stage with him watched it from the stage like we do when we go Came back. The same night? Got back at 1.30 in the morning. Put the kids down. Got in bed. Lisa comes in. Let's get in the hot tub. Got in the hot tub. So it was like 12.30. Stayed in the hot tub till 1. Got in bed at 1.30. Next day, get up. Work out. Go get my allergy shot. Got a couple meetings. Take off. Go to Sacramento. John party that night. Up on the stage with him. He sells out 15,000 at where the Kings play in that arena. Gold Coast or whatever it's called, Golden One Arena. Leave there the next morning on Saturday morning. Drive back to Reno, pick up Alyssa and Tater. We get here at 12.30, we put them in the truck, load the truck, we're out of here by like 12.50, two and a half hour drive to Almanor. Get to Almanor at three, get in the water, sit on the deck for a little bit. At 5.30, I start cooking smash burgers. Slammed smash burgers for about 20 people. Got in the truck at 6.20. Drove down to Susanville, which is 45 miles, back towards where we just came from in Reno. Tracy Lawrence sold out the, ro the rodeo there. Big, It was awesome. Went down, hung out on Tracy's bus, brought some friends from California to that, introduced them to Tracy, watched the whole show. Clay and Nicole went, a bunch, bunch of people went to that. Went back up to the lake that night, had drivers both ways. Woke up on Sunday, cooked everybody breakfast, like 20 people. Then went out on the boat for seven hours with John Kerry and Steve Frazier and all them and boated and tubed and I wake surfed, slammed my face in the freaking wake mm -hmm. a bunch of times. Um, and then got back in Reno at nine o'clock Sunday night and then woke up yesterday and started doing it all over again. Gym, work, deal, and then a bad night's sleep last night. So it's like, when is it? Like, how, how, who dictates that? Like, that's, a, that's crazy to do all that shit in a weekend. Yeah, why would you? Because it's, there you don't get to enjoy any of it i enjoyed all of it no too much driving too much every bit of bustling. every bit of, it, bit of it was awesome no drinking a lot of that no. but every bit of it was awesome was it yeah every bit of it but if i don't go then it's not fomo it's like shit man this network has opened up all of that kind of stuff sure. but i started thinking today dude like i don't know when you're supposed to be turn it off. That's my hardest thing is that every single part of my life has these brands and businesses connected to it. I work in it all day. I work there all, you know, they're here all day at the studio. Then on the weekends you're with them again and you're working some, some part of the network somehow it's involved in everything and you just never really get away from it. Right. But I also don't know if you're supposed to, you're supposed to remember back in the day when people be like, you work until you're 62 and then you retire 
and you get your AARP card and a discount at Denny's, right? Right. Dude, 62 is young. I don't want to quit working when I'm 62. I don't think, but I don't know if I'll keep this pace up. Yeah. It's, it's weird though. Like your priorities will change in life and maybe you'll want to slow down a little bit. What are you, so your, have your priorities already changed? No, I mean, I just, I don't think so, but I'm also not 62, but. So are you on the weekends? Are you mainly just chilling at your house most of the time? No, like this weekend I rode my Harley, you know, Saturday. I, I didn't do much Saturday. What did I do Saturday? I rode my bike Saturday too. Just depends. I, I'm always, I, I'm always a guy that, you know, if I get invited to go st- do something, I go do it. You're, oh, I know. You're, you're a plan maker. I'm a plan taker. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. You'd have no friends if it wasn't for your friends. Right. Cause you're not, I mean, you're a good friend once you're around, but you would never see you. That's a good thing to break down. You know, I'm just kind of bitching about my schedule because now here we are Tuesday. I got tomorrow and then Thursday morning at six in the morning, I fly to Little Rock, Arkansas. What for? Speak for three days at the Delta Waterfall National Convention for Realtree. Bandit's got a booth. I booked Drake White to play in our booth on Saturday. Leave there on Sunday. Go to Panama City Beach. Going to enjoy the beach for a couple days. Then I go to Alabama. Then I go to Kansas City, Missouri. Then I go to Sturgis, South Dakota with Jack Daniels. And it's going to be nonstop freaking cooking on Traegers every day. Doing the thing. It's going to be a lot of work. I wasn't even going to Sturgis. Backed out of it 100%. And... um and then I found out who was going from Jack Daniels and they're like, you're going. So it's again, if I don't go, I am missing an opportunity of strengthening these brands. Sure. Your work is all intertwined through your whole life. So it's not like work. It's not like so work. So for you to retire is just to quit everything. Yeah. That could be a deep, uh, talk i could be your therapist for the next few minutes okay do it. what does that mean to you i don't know like i i don't feel like i'm missing anything i really don't like i don't feel like i'm i'm with Alyssa a ton she's going to the beach to florida with me then she's going to new york city with me we're hunting in upstate new york and then she's flying in to meet me for five days of the city um but it's like are you supposed to go that hard what else would you do what else would you do if you weren't going that hard no i i think at your age you should go as hard as you possibly can but you said something about being 62 i mean your your body's gonna gonna tap out eventually and i don't mean tap out in a bad way but you know you're you're not gonna be able to keep that pace forever why less is 82 and he goes hard he don't do half of what you just described he never did but he still goes hard no but i mean not like this that's what i'm saying is at some point you have to slow down maybe not i mean look at rick revilio i mean he goes hard in a different aspect but i mean that dude works 18 hours a day and he's got to be mid 50s by now he's 55 about 55 older than that he's probably looks like he's 25 shredded i mean works out keeps balance each right i mean i'm gonna drink though that's a big, that's a big, uh, you know, sooner or later. That's, that's up, up, to him. up to him. That's up to him. No, I know. But I'm saying as far as like the effects on your body, you know, if you're hammering it every day, I don't do that. No, I know. But 
even if you're drinking three or four every day, it's not good for you. I don't drink during the week. Well, very rarely. Now, like when I went to that concert the other night on Thursday, I had one drink, but I've drove. I knew, right. <laughs> I knew after the drink, I was going to have three, four hours to not have anything to drink and drive home safely. Right. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to miss the party. What did I just say a couple minutes ago that I wanted to break down today after you brought up a point? We were talking about our phones and stuff. No, but then oh, me me being a a plan taker and you being a plan maker. Yeah, that's a good thing to talk about because how do you how does that sit well with you? If you know that I go out of my way all the time to invite you, you always just have the mindset of like you got all the connections. You're the one that's supposed to be doing that. You can't just call and be like, "Yo." Hit, let's hit the sushi on Plum in Virginia. You can't do that. Like, that's crazy. I mean, like, what kind of person really is that if you don't make the effort to see any of your friends? Well, I, I make the effort in the accepting of the invites and showing up time and time again. And always, you know, I always have a bottle or a case of beer or whatever. I mean, I, I'm not an ungracious uh, attendee. I, don't think, I, don't, I never said that. I just never... I think I... I I spent a lot of time, I'm not going to say alone, but like I spent a lot of time being just like a single guy and I had all the time in the world. So I got used to just being with myself. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm as happy by myself as I am with anybody else in the world. So like if my phone doesn't ring, I, I don't, I don't look for something to do. You know what I mean? But when my phone does ring, I'm happy to go places and do things. So I never think like, if, you know, Saturday noon comes around, I never think to like call someone and go, Hey, let's go get lunch. I just go grab lunch. Now, if somebody calls me and says, Hey, you want to go get lunch? I'll go get lunch with them. So, and I don't know, I think that's what a lot of it is derived from, you know, is it's just, like I said, I spent, you know, my all, all through college and after college, just being a single guy living by myself and like I said, I'm, I'm perfectly happy by myself I'm, and I'm perfectly happy with other people. So I just never, I never do it. I, I had, I've had one party at my house since I've moved into it, you know, with Jilly and it was my surprise 40th birthday party that you guys were all at. We, we, we just don't do it. You didn't throw that. I didn't throw it. And I never would think to throw it. I just, you know, I've had, you know, but like living with your girlfriend, you'd be like, all right, we got a Tuesday night off. Let's have some friends over and have a barbecue in the backyard. And I just, it, I don't do that. Like, we'll go to so dinner. We'll I, go out to dinner. But go. how boring is that all the time? I like it. It's not boring. No. Never. Never. Go to new places, try new things, have a couple drinks, whatever. Yeah. What's the newest place? You, well, give me some of the I ideas. Went, I went to a brand new place last night. Uh, it was strange. Gamby's, it's called. It's in Somerset. And it's, a, it's an Italian restaurant, but they have a pirate theme. Is it was strange. Why'd you go there? Did you hear something good about it? Yeah, somebody just because it was new. Yeah, was it any good? It was all right. It wasn't great. It was. Is there a bar in it? Yeah, like like a, it's disconnected. <laughs> um, and then they smoke cigars in there and have gaming. I didn't. I barely poked my head in there to look at it. it looked like a cool bar. The restaurant was cool. It was like set up really good and everything. It was just I don't know. I ordered. Oso Buco, you know, the veal shanks. And I've never seen them. I got like the, like the cross section. So it was like more bone than meat. And it was like, it was strange. Not supposed to be. I know. 
So, it, it, yeah. so did it have good flavor? Yeah, it had good flavor. There just was barely any meat on it. Did you get a pasta with it? Risotto. Was it good risotto or was it too lumpy? No, it was good. That was good. What did um, Jilly get? She got some pasta that it was good. Uh, had like Italian sausage in it, something else. But it's it's weird, dude. Like not to go off on a tangent, but like I had two beers, and I when I ordered the third, they were out, and that's like strange to me. You know what I mean? And the keg was out, or they bottled. So they don't have a bar; they just have a beer license. No, they have a full bar. Oh, really? But the the I was drinking a Modelo, oh. and they had it on bottles. You ordered a Mexican beer in an Italian pirate ship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they didn't have Peroni. Uh, yeah, but it was good. But I like doing that. Like I like going out to dinner and trying new places and so drinks out. I like going to bars too. You know, you do you don't have to be. Obviously, you're just going there on your own. You'll just go there with Jilly and show up. Yeah. But you would never call a friend and be like, let's go hit the Coney tonight and have a couple beers. Yeah, I never do that. And sometimes, like, it, it hits me like that. Like, this last Friday, your brother and I were supposed to go have beers. And, like, I was excited about it, like, all week because I've been working my ass off and I haven't been, you know, haven't been out doing anything. And then he kind of, like, he had to bail on it or whatever. In my mind, I'm like, I still want to go get a, I want to go get a beer and I typically won't go by myself, you know, in town. Like if I'm out traveling, I'll go to a bar by myself, but I won't go like in town. I typically don't. And for like five minutes, I was like, I should just call some people and go get a beer. But it's, we're in a weird spot and, and we've discussed this before. Like I feel like Reno's run out of like cool places to hang out, like low key, like places to hang out. But why can you find them with your girlfriend, but you couldn't find them with a buddy? Well, that's like dinner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you can have dinner with a buddy. Yeah, you could. I don't typically do that. Why? Not manly? I don't know. <laughs> kind of weird, you know? Not really, but I mean, it just doesn't come up, I guess. I think sushi or something like that. Do you guys have a favorite that you go to more often than not, or are you always trying something new? We always try, we always try to try something new. I mean, there's, there's five or, you know, 10 restaurants around our house that we probably go to more than others kind of cause you get used to it or comfortable with it or whatever, you know, or like there's a good Mexican place by our house. That like if we're going to eat Mexican, we go there, but I mean, I only go out two nights a week, you know, what nights Sunday month or not even Sunday, really Monday Sundays, at, Sunday's at your always house, at, at your father-in-law's house. Yeah. Or sometimes we'll go to dinner for that too. But Monday night, we typically always go out to dinner. Really? Yeah. Why? It's a Jilly's night off. But why don't you cook for her? Dude, by the time you do dishes and all that for cooking for two yeah, people. Yeah, but she, she works every day in a restaurant, and now you want to go into a restaurant again. Well, yeah, you get cocktails and <clears throat> you can have order your food. House. She doesn't have to do any dishes or clean up or prep or any of that stuff. So the, this recession in fuel prices have not stopped you at all from spending disposable income on a new food that might not be good. You just, your entertainment is still there that you have to have that. I got to have like a $500 a month entertainment budget, no matter what the economy is doing. No matter what the economy is doing. Yeah. That's what it I, is. It, yeah. It used to be more when I was younger, but <laughs> now it's, you know, at least 500. Really? Oh yeah. But that's what I like to do. You know, like I said, I don't, I, I'll cook for myself or I'll cook, you know, but I don't cook a lot. I've always found that, especially when you're, you know, if you're for yourself, like, the, the cooking and all that just doesn't outweigh eating. You know what I mean? Like 
by the time you cook yourself a steak and a side and whatever, make a salad, you've dirtied 20 dishes and it's taken an hour. And then, you know, you sit down and eat by yourself. It's just easier to go eat something or order something or whatever, you know? I cook here every day, three, four But not for yourself. You cook for five or six people. If you had five or six people, no problem, dude, you know? But it's more just more dirty dishes. Not really. I mean, Bullshit. the cook, the eating portion of it. But if you cook, they should do the dishes, right? I bet you these theoretically, guys don't. right? But you know what I'm saying? Like you make a you make a, a pot of rice for yourself. You're eating two or three scoops of it. You put the rest in the refrigerator. If you're anything like me, you never eat leftovers. You throw it away. You know, if you what's you know, wrong with leftovers? I just never eat them. Why? You grew up poor. So I did I. But I don't cook like. I just don't, I don't, I, I'm not a, I'm not a What, if, what about when you like go out you. to eat? Do you ever get a doggy bag or a to-go box? I usually finish. Really? Yeah. Unless I go somewhere like crazy. But yeah, I typically finish. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't buy the uh, idea of not inviting your friends anymore. That's a weird deal. It is. It, it, That's weird. I've never met anybody like that. Like, Wade will text me, let's get lunch. Or, you know, Jimmy will text me, what are you doing for dinner tonight? Shalene, Shalene don't text. Um, Shaleen don't reach out, but Marini, what do you got going on here? Or like, but have you ever met a guy that shows up more to the things that you want to do? Yeah, but you're, you're not a guy that changes your mind either. If you're set in your way, like you're not a guy that I could be like, even though it would make your friend happier if you stayed a little bit longer, you like got a hard stop. I like, gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> like it's a, it's like a weird, you're just a weirdo. I got a nice a schedule <clears throat> in my mind. You know? No, there's no schedule. You're going home to sit on your ass. Well, that's the schedule, dude. No. See, you're already here home and you're, you know. Yeah, because I'm inviting in your you to castle. You're, you can have as many drinks as you want. You don't have to worry about getting home. I got to calculate all these You can things. sleep here. I know, but it's a little tough when you get older. I got to have a bed. You do? Yeah. Now you got that nice trailer outside. I make that up. So you have zero problem ghosting your friends all the time. I never, just, ghost, I never ghost anyone. Well, you know what I mean. Just be like, oh, I. I saw Alex out at a restaurant last night. Oh, really? Thanks for the phone call. Dick. Never happens. Well, I mean, unless you're out on a Monday. <laughs> I just wish I'd get invited to more places, you know? I invite everybody <laughs> everywhere. I invite everybody everywhere. No, I know. You're the best. Not the best. Yeah, you are. I'm just, I'm Hands just, down. I'm just trying to make everybody part of everything. Which is a nice, that's a great characteristic. But it's thing. also a lot. It is. A lot of maintenance. It's a lot. You of, can't keep everybody of, happy. A lot of planning and prepping. And, and then you get your parasitic friends that are just using you for those things. And then they get mad if you forget, see, like if you don't invite me to something, I don't get mad. You got, you got people that, you know, if they didn't get to go to John party at the Almanor rodeo, they're mad at you. The Almanor rodeo, John party. It was Tracy Lawrence at the Susanville rodeo. Oh, yeah. Who was the other guy? John party in all, Sacramento. I don't know. I don't know. Tracy Lawrence. What's his top song? Brother walks in. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Where'd you see him in Gardnerville the first time? Urington. Oh no, Night in the Country, Harrington. Tons of good songs. Have Sticks you been and to Stones, that Alibis, If the World Had a Front Porch, Time Marches On, Find Out Who Your Friends Are. If you give me a minute, I'll keep naming. Is he a nice guy? Texas Tornado, My Little Texas. Oh God, he's awesome. Was he nice? Yeah, great dude. Rolled out the red carpet for us. Big How was Hunter. that radio in Susanville? Nice. Big Hunter. Um, how it was neat. Was it, was it? like neat. small? That's a small town. Like, have you been to you been to Susanville? Tons of times. Yeah, it's just the rodeo, the Lassen County Fairgrounds there. 
the whole rodeo. It's like the Reno rodeo. Good food. Small. Good. It's like the Reno rodeo for the concert. The stage is there, and then people are sitting in the rodeo grounds, and then the bleachers are all full. There's, awesome. It's nothing like the food at the Reno rodeo, but it was pretty cool. They had a rock and roll t-shirt seller tent. They have like carnival and stuff. Yeah, got a list of guns and Ro- two guns and roses shirts. Really, the original or the uh, appetite for destruction cover with the five original skeleton faces on it, and then another GNR with some pistol design. Is she uh, into the GNR? Loves them. I think about that. Eleven year old just loves Guns and Roses. Well, I'm playing it like nonstop, forcing it down her throat. She has to like it or find a new dad. Yeah, or find a new ride. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just find it a, a weird phenomenon to me that you could actually have as many friends as you do but never want to do anything with them. I, no, I always do things with them. I never, but you don't want to. I never create my own. I never create Meaning you a don't plan. want to do things. If you really wanted to do things with them, you would not wait for them to ask you all I'm the time. Way too, I'm way too uh, fly by the seat of my pants to do that stuff. I mean, I could definitely say, hey, I'm going to be at shenanigans at four o'clock if anybody, and I could do that, but I just don't, I don't know. No, but you could also be like, yo, let's go grab a beer at shenanigans or let's go grab some sushi tomorrow. You're my buddy. I haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, I skipped like three Maybe weeks. It's a fear of rejection for me. What if, because then I don't want to hear someone say, no, I can't go. Well, you, so you're not worried about hurting somebody's feelings when you never invite them? If I could protect my own. If you can protect your own? <laughs> no. That's all you're worried about? No, that is funny, though, that you say that. What? Well, I'm just trying. This is kind of like a little couch session. I'd, I'm delving into myself. Well, I mean, it's weird that you don't keep your friends. You no, have I keep zero, all my friends. You have zero maintenance, though, with your friends. You rely on them to no, maintain that's it. that's not true. What are the main, what's the maintenance, then? You, you don't reach out to me and be like, yo, what's up? What's going on? It's always me going, yo, let's talk. Well, but you just described your life for the last 15 minutes and everybody listening right now would understand why many people probably don't reach out to you because you're a very busy individual. So, I mean, I just try to make sure that you have enough space and you got, we have 85 text conversations going on. So instead of, I I know that you'll call me when you're, when you want to hang out. Yes, Exactly. Taking me for granted. No, not taking. So instead of thinking that I'm so busy because I have this life and I'm doing all, why don't you feel bad for me? Of like loneliness. Who would feel bad for you? It's a bitch at the bottom, but it's lonely at the top. Well, so if you know that I'm running and gunning and I'm not really with my real friends, you would think, man, Chad hasn't been with his real friends in a while. I'm gonna reach out to him. He's out freaking kissing ass here and doing this bullshit. <laughs> well, I guess that's a nice way. That's a, that's a well, it's a bitch at the it. bottom, yeah, no, but it's lonely it, yeah. at the top. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm at the top or any means by that, but I'm saying like I get to do quite a few cool things, but then you just admitted Sometimes it. you just like to be having a beer at shenanigans with me, but you just admitted how my life is. People dis include is that a word unclude me because they assume i would that i'm too busy right or first of all that i'm not in town that i'm too busy that's a lot of it too that i'm too busy or that it's below me which is the worst one. Oh, like you would come have a beer with us oh, at this i, I would never say that because i know you'll do anything <laughs> but so a, a lot, lot of people you, say you do have a very hectic schedule where i could see where people would think and you're not in town a lot so i guess that burden has to fall on you it does or maybe share your calendar with us I do. <laughs> Everybody knows what I do. But it is. You are in a very unique position. Name. I mean, I don't. Why am I in a unique like position? Clay and I never go grab a beer because he'll never turn right off of the highway and come anywhere closer to town over here. You, yeah. because you're in a unique position because you travel more than anyone I've ever met in my entire life. And 
that's not even one bit of exaggeration. Would you agree or disagree with that? I travel a lot. Would you say you travel like 50 weeks out of the year? I guarantee you haven't been home for two weeks straight. Not this summer, no. N- not at all. No. So, so you travel, I'll say 45 plus weeks a year. Uh, you attend more events and functions than any person I've ever met. That is not exaggeration either. Nah, mm. <laughs> bull. You just named six. You you've done more concert wise in the last week than most people will do all summer. That's an accurate statement. Could be. <laughs> it is. Could be. <laughs> yeah, is. That's and it's great. But I understand now. I understand a little bit. I will, like I, but I'll, like make I, a, I'll make but, a much more concerted effort to. But before Toby canceled, I asked you to go. I said, "Hey, you want to go to this concert?" Then I well, also asked you to come I to Kid Rock. You, I also asked you to come to Kid Rock. You're you're a very gracious I host. Share, and I need that in my life. I share it, but on the other end of the spectrum, if I'm not sharing it, everybody thinks that I'm either sharing it with somebody else and it's not their turn to go, or I don't have time for them. So that breeds a lot of discomfort in my psyche right. of being left out when I'm the freaking man. Right. I'm fun. I'm fun to be around. I make you're, shit happen. You're the hostess with the most. So then when you don't get invited, it hurts your psyche, not your ego. Cause I'm not like, Oh, I, I'm this and that. I'm like, that sucks. Why wouldn't I be invited? Oh, if you're, I get it. I thought you meant it. I, I get it. Yeah. Like if you turn around and you, if, you, you go, you go, Oh, dude, Chad would never sit in the tenth row at Toby Keith. I'm not even going to invite him. And then I find out that you went to Toby Keith, and I and I'm thinking, all right, well, I ain't going because nobody's called me to go to it. But then I find out you're there. But then your your reasoning is that oh, you would have never went with us. You'd be backstage with him. It's lonely at the top, right? So instead of getting the but invite, I've never done that to you. No, but it happens to me a lot. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, you went to a concert last year. No, a couple with of you. Me. No, you went to a couple without me. No, you went I to didn't. Kid Rock without me. I went. Well. What are you talking about with that? I went to you dinner. I to went to kid, dinner without you, you. You did not. You did not go to the kid. I had gifts. You as, had tickets. I had tickets as a gift, but I met you before, and then you went. You did not ask me to go to one concert last summer. I went to every concert with you except for Kid Rock, and I didn't go to any other. I asked you to go to Kiss. We went together. Which, partied our asses off, and that was it. Right? Did we go yeah. to Hank Jr.? We went to Hank Jr. So, but what I'm saying is that you would never think to reach out to me and be like. Yo, I saw a billboard for Depeche Mode at the GSR. Hey, Let's I go down go and see, watch them. I want to go see Bob Weir on October 19th at the Grand Sierra. You want to go? Is that Grateful Dead? Yeah. October what? 19th. Is that a Thursday? Wednesday. I think I can go. Let's That's go. two nights before my birthday. You want me to get tickets? Now, wait a minute. I could probably get them for free. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I got Mezzanine R right now, dude. <laughs> you'll you'll, you'll be able to watch them on the Jumbotron. Is that a good seat? Now, wait a minute. First off, I need to know why you want to go see a Grateful Dead guitar. I love the Grateful Dead. Really? Oh, it'll be so good. He's a he's an unbelievable musician. You look him up. Bobby I know who Weir. Bob Weir oh, is. Yeah, he's so good. Still got the be big good. beard? Yeah. Not not big, but he's big gray still, beard. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, one of those. Let's go. I'll go. October nineteenth, Thursday yeah. night. Wednesday night, didn't I say? I leave on the twentieth the next day to go to California. Driving or flying? For my hunt, for a hunt with Safari Club. Oh, you'll be fine. So, you would have never asked me to go to that if I didn't bring it up just now. I probably wouldn't have gone. Well, so you just saw it on the billboard. And think, I need a nudge. You know, I saw it on a advertisement. Yeah, rolling. So, with what you're going through with your dad, 
and he can't get out now right now like he's stuck in a, an area to where he cannot have people around or be go out and do his normal daily living mm -hmm. doesn't that make you think that you should be a little bit more proactive and having your people around you when the opportunity presents itself instead of waiting on to get invited but you think it's okay because your mindset and here's the theory this is the bottom line this is the moral of the story after me diving into this uh -huh. you just you just sit there and wait for somebody to call you you're not going to reach out to your friends and be like let's make this happen you take your friends for granted that they're going to reach out to you because that's what they've always done. Right. But what if I went and got in an accident and I don't get to reach out to you anymore? And you'd be like, damn, I should have fucking asked Chad to go to that lunch. So do you ever think like that of how short life is and that you're not making a very good effort to include people in your life? Um, and that you do have, you could come off hurtful when you're doing that kind of thing. Well, I do now. I'm being for real. Oh, I know. Yeah, like of course. Because the guilt trip on me is like, dude, if I if I take ten people to this concert like I did on Saturday, people were pissed off because they didn't get the the exact attention that they should have gotten at that concert, even though they're there with me. It was a weird. It's a weird mindset to me. Like I'm, I I can barely relax at these things because I'm making sure that everybody else is relaxing and getting to experience this network that I've built. Um. To the point to where I don't even get to experience it when I'm there in a lot of instances because I'm so worried about making them get the full effect of it. When a lot of people be like, dude, are you nuts? Chill out. Just go do you. You got us in. We're all fine. But I'm always trying to go the extra mile to make sure it's a great experience. And that causes stress. Right. Then you compound that with the next day you go and do something and not invite me. That's very stressful. If those 10 people that you took the night before then did something and didn't invite you, I'd be pissed if I were you too. And I would pose the same question to you. Aren't you worried about life's pretty short and you shouldn't be worried about the people you just got into a concert getting the cold enough beer? They should go get their own beer and bring you one back too? 100%. Yeah. But it usually doesn't happen like that. Right. People are fucked. They are. I shouldn't have said that. No, you can say that. <laughs> it's amazing, dude. But it is. It's amazing. It's amazing the people you don't hear from until you have a, an offer for them. And I'll be, and it's, I think I was going to say the people you don't hear from until they need something. That's a, that's a shitty place to be too. Happens a lot. All the time. Happens a lot. But then you develop an exterior, this, this alligator skin on you that you, that you're so protective of everything going on around you because you feel like either there's a hidden agenda, an ulterior motive. Right. Like you're like, you can't open up to people because there, there is that going on. And I want to be, I want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and say, there's no way people act like that. Like they're hanging out to get, to benefit their own good or trying to get involved in something that they wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity to do so unless they're being, you know, around me and doing something for me or with me or whatever. But their ulterior, uh, ulterior motive is to get, a bigger picture, a bigger scheme. And it happens. It's weird. I just saw Derek Jeter talking about the same thing that take it for what it's worth. You know, once you get to a certain point in your life, everybody you meet, you think about what do they want from me or what are they looking for? You know, which that goes into what you just said. It's a, it's a bitch at the bottom, but it's lonely at the top. Cause that sucks, right? You, you meet new people or you meet people or you see friends that, you've had, and then your mind automatically wanders to what do they want? You know? Yeah. 
that sucks. Yeah. But a lot of times it's right. They're very, it's, always, it's probably there's always right. very few loyal, loyal people that are going to make it right and do things the right way that I've seen. That's just true. It's just like they're out for something. Right. They really are. And when they don't get it, you can pick it apart that they're not happy that they didn't get it. Right. You see that a lot more than most people see, given what you do. I think I see it more, but I also see a, I also see a lot of what we started this with of, or not started this with, but we've been touching on it is I get left out of a lot more now than when I was climbing the ladder, when you would think it would be the opposite. You would think that people be like, oh yeah, let's, let's call Belly and get him over here. He's in town. They don't want nothing to do with me. Because they think you're always gone or busy or, or too good for the situation that, that, that I'm experiencing something bigger and better and that, that you, that I wouldn't want to be part of what they're experiencing. And then it leaves me sitting there going, well, that sucks. That really freaking sucks right there. Um, that I got, I didn't even have a chance to say yes or no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lame. But I also can come across the wrong way of like how pissed off I got at Talladega this year because of that piece of shit trailer. I worked too hard to have bullshit, but then everybody there's at the mindset of like, Oh dude, it's cool. It's all right. We'll get it fixed. No, that's horse shit. It's a hundred degrees out here. And I am a perfectionist. So I would have made sure that that thing was working top notch every second of the, for every group that was there. So when I didn't get my way, I didn't, I wanted to pick up my toys and go home because I wasn't going to keep putting up with that shit. Um, but it also develops this like snooty or bougie attitude when you have it so good most of the time. Sure. You know what I mean? Like you, people would be like, well, I got 18th row for quiet, right? And I'd be like, I'm not going. Right. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I don't want to be around the people. I don't want the hustle and bustle. When I should be like, hell yeah, let's go. Let's go. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to be better at the next concert, but for that one, hanging out with my friends, Let's roll. But I get boo. I've been spoiled. Right. So then I become very critical. And then that turns people off. Yeah. Like you, you're like, fine. You're like, oh, well, dude, Whatever. you know, the generator will work tomorrow. <laughs> Keep pulling on it, Wade. I'm like this. this I told is, you I'm too happy go lucky. I told you that. This has been, but again, don't you think you work too hard for that to happen? I mean, I I'm travel a- across the country to not have an air conditioner working when it's hundred degrees outside. Can't take a shower because the water pump won't work because the electrical's going out because the generator won't keep stay on. That's not right. Yeah. Are you supposed to just be like, oh man, no problem? Or are you supposed to be like, get your shit together and fix it? How are you supposed to be? Somewhere at the middle. But I've worked so hard and when I do stuff for people and I go out of my way for it, I make sure that it's legit. Don't quit until it is. So that could bite you in the ass too. Because then your expectations are way too high. Yeah. Your expectations to be invited are too high. You get left. Your expectations of quality are too high. So you're not happy. Your expectations of performance are too high. So you're freaking not satisfied. And all of that shit plays its toll or takes its toll on you because then you get reputation, you get ego, you get all the stuff that comes with relationships, friendships, (coughs) bridges being burnt, bridges being built, everything that goes into it. But it comes down to me being like, can I accept Alex when he doesn't invite me anywhere? That's not a friend. That's not a friend. Even though we're good friends, looking from the outside in, 
you only are my friend when I make it happen. That's not true, though. You don't know what I'm that's, doing. That's the black and white brush stroke of it. I don't think that's true, though. Okay, then how is it not? You didn't invite me on one hunt last year. When not did one. I go on a hunt? I don't know. You go to Mason Valley with Bill Fisher. You go no. to Ch- Winnemucca Chucker with Pacone. I do do you, that. You don't, you don't invite chucker, me nowhere. Huh? You don't invite me on any of it. Why? Because... Belding's probably in Kansas hunting lesser geese, or he's probably in Texas doing this. But But you don't reach out to find out, to know for sure. I could be sitting here on my nuts. But you wouldn't go do the things I do. See, there's there's exactly what I said. How do do you know? I wouldn't be like, hell yeah, dude. You got a good point, dog? Let's go try this stupid-ass chucker shit. Because I don't have a good point, But somebody that you're with, Mike, Jim Ray, what, somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? You wouldn't know. You didn't invite me to any concerts last summer. You didn't invite me to any hunts. You've never invited me to your house for dinner. But, I got, but I went, see, all these things <clears throat> I don't I don't really do. Like, I didn't go to any concerts last year except for... What about reciprocation, though? Don't you ever be like, Belding's going on... I just on. invited you to Bob Weir. You did not. You saw that on the highway right. on the way out here. Right. I invited myself to that, dude. <laughs> and I do like Touch of Grey. I do like Touch of Grey. <laughs> I like that song. I think that you, a little bit of a... You've got so much that you that you like to go do and you do do. I just don't do all those things. You're assuming that I'm doing all those things. You just I, said you went on a motorcycle ride. That means you stop. Well, you don't a ride a Harley. You go to dinners. I'm going to Sturgis, bud. But second you don't ride a Harley. So, second year <laughs> or, in a row. Or a motor, you could ride on the back of mine if you I want. I got a KX80. I'll rip. Would you ride on the back? No. What Stupidest things ever invented. They're great. Uncomfortable and stupid. Then. Uncomfortable. Yes, I can. I go. Uh, you didn't invite me to Sturgis. You've already to... went and said that you're never going to go again. No, I did not. I said every five years, but now I think I'm loosening up on that. Well, come it, on out. It is painful. Come on out. It's all, it's, it's fun. It is fun. Where are you staying? Right in, like literally right in downtown Sturgis. You just walked everything. At a pad. That'll be fun. It'll be nice. Real nice. I'm going to work on inviting you to more things. Like what? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Do you like to fish anymore? Yeah, I love fishing. You but you've never invited me to Five Dot. I've never taken anyone to Five Dot. Right. So what if I had that attitude? I've never taken anybody to Kid Rock. But that's not true. You've taken lots of people. I know, but what if I had that attitude? I could say I'm... Different different people. Different... different. Uh, doesn't work that way. What do you mean? Well, you can't say what if I've never done that because you do it all the time. I know, but I had to start well, somewhere. Well, if you were a totally different person, then you wouldn't, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We wouldn't have this podcast right now. Okay, there has so, to be a dynamic person in the dynamic duo. So when I see you, um, when I see you um, at the fundraiser we did for Gilbert, hold please, um, your girlfriend alluded to, we never, we never see you. Let's get together soon. Right? This is over a month yeah, ago. Yeah, we were now. supposed to go out on Monday night for dinner. Never once heard from you guys. Never once did I hear from your girlfriend again in a text or anything, because now here I go playing the devil's advocate. You guys assume that I'm busy. You guys assume that I'm out of town. You guys assume that my schedule is hectic and I travel. You've just admitted all this. So it's not my responsibility to call you guys. Sure. You guys should call me after you brought up the fact that we haven't seen each other and let's go to dinner. And then I never hear from her again. So that tells me she was just making cheap talk or whatever short, small talk at the, at the function that night just to pass the time and to get building the hell out of the way so they could so. serve wine to the next person. 
I think she liked Anna. Maybe, but Anna's never heard from her again either. Anna's badass. She's all right. She's just all right. <laughs> she is just all right. Average at best. A lot of people do that, though. I think a lot of people are guilty of that. Sometimes you get wrapped up in your own routine and stuff. I'd love to go to dinner with you guys. I've gone to several dinners with you. When was the last one? I can't remember. Exactly. I've been to lots of dinners with you. But I remember we went to a My cousin one. Christy called me last week, said we want to take you guys to dinner because they, they had him out here at a barbecue. Kids came out swim. I haven't heard. I haven't went to dinner with my cousin forever. We're going to Louie's tonight. You're going to Louie's tonight? She's taking me to Louie's tonight. That's nice. Yeah. Who's that, who else is going? Me and Anna and Mike and her and uh, uh, Tater and Alyssa. They're leaving their two little rugrats at home because they're too young. So I'm going to go have some sweetbreads, some tongue, maybe a steak, some fries, some beans, a little salad. I'll probably have a pecan or eight. Walk out of there on my ear. That is nice. I kinda, pecans are the most overrated drink in the world. I love them so much. Oh, my God. They don't, there's not one part of it that tastes good. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. The second one's delicious. Let me tell you about this fleeting thought that I had. Saturday night, I actually Googled if the Reno Aces were in town. I haven't seen a baseball game in like three years. and I, I Since spring training? Fleeting, fleeting thought of going to watch a baseball game on Why Saturday. don't you go down to the Giants next week to watch Will Clark's number be retired? I, I'm out of town or I'd be there. That's happening. I'd like to go. I love Will Clark. Yeah, he's I haven't been to a Giants game in three years. Probably. I don't want to go to the city anymore. That's They've ruined my problem, it for me. Too, is I don't want to go to the city. And I hate their coach now. And I hate after what most, he pulled. Most professional athletes. There is something great about being in the I will not though. stand for the national anthem. This is not the home of the brave. You know what, dude? Piss off. Have we talked about Who the girl? Are, that's you got in... a hand tattoo, bro. Chill out, Kapler. Have we talked tough. about the girl that's in prison in Russia for the weed? Yeah, the one that hated America. I think it's great. Yeah, she hated America. And why is America even involved? You broke the law. You broke the law and you're in prison. And that's that's it. You should be accountable for your actions. 100%. Because you're a famous athlete. They're going to bail you out and try and get you. I hope Russia never lets her out. And and, And I would feel the same way if I tried to smuggle drugs out of Mexico and into America and they put me in prison, then that's where I'd belong. And if you smuggle drugs into Russia where they don't want drugs. She was the one that hated America and was going right, to move out. Right. But now she wants us to save her. Right. What do you want? You want your cake and eat it too? No, exactly. What do and, you want? And I, 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 it's laughable that people think that we should be getting that girl out. What We should get every person that smuggles drugs uh, in and out of any country yeah. out by that same logic. I think logic. LeBron James and, Ka- and Kaepernick all spoke up. Just shut up. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it, too. I am tired of it. But that's why I won't go to Giants game anymore, because Kapler ruined it for me. Truly did. What about if we go to spring training this spring? If he gets fired, I'll go to Scottsdale. If not, I'll go hang out with George. Should we discuss that luck for a brief minute? We had COVID ruin it twice, you even to the point where you flew there, and then a, a, a lockout keeps us yeah. out of spring training? And then they, and then they it's the day that we were getting there, they solved it, but they still weren't going to be having games. It, was, it would have been lame anyway, right? But we got to get the spring training. We have to get the spring training. We're, we're going this year. No, no questions about it. I'll invite you. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I'll get. I'll, I'll, I'll handle everything. <laughs> if we do it, we're getting a pad. We need to do it right now and get a pad with a pool. Like I'm staying one of those. I'm not year. staying where we used. No, we stay. had a legit place this year. Remember? I know we got to get a pad. Maybe George will rent, rent us out a little piece of something. Go hang we out. Have with, a pool. Go hang out with Walker. Dude, how awesome would it be to stay in Georgia if I could get George to let us stay in his guest house? 
that pool back there. Tell him to put a little temporary fence up. We'll stay out of his business. We'll just stay out of his way. Right. Um. So I don't know. I'm. I. I think that it's a cop out that you say. I'm not doing it. It's not a cop out at all. Okay, I'll invite you something live on the podcast right now. See if you can do this with plenty of warning. Okay. You're going to have to miss one Sunday dinner. Okay. Sunday, August 28th. You're in trouble already. Why? Because that's rib cook-off, I think, isn't it? Is it? What are you going to invite me to? Sunday rib cook-off? Doesn't it start that Wednesday before Labor Day? Is Labor Day is not until Monday the 5th. The rib cook-off doesn't start until Wednesday the 31st. All right, we might be all right then. Sunday the 28th, Eric Church, Harvey's Tahoe, VIP. Sunday, August 28th. Mm-hmm. At the lake. I should be able to go to that, yeah. No, it's a date. It's a double date. Oh, both of us? Yeah, well, she's not. She doesn't work Sundays. Yeah, she could probably go. So I'm inviting you. Ask her. Yeah. Send her a text. We'll see if she'll answer right Live on show. air? No, call her. She, Put her on the microphone. She, she won't do that. She won't answer the phone? Well, she's working Bullshit. the floor. She what? Working the floor. Whatever. How do you spell Eric Church? E-R-I-C. What should I have at Louie's tonight? Do I discipline myself and not eat a fry because their fries are good? No, you eat tons of fries. You do? Yeah. I like the beans. You have the whole thing. Do you dude. put the beans on the salad? Oh, yeah. Why? Who started that and why? Because that, like, that's not even like... This, the, the beans can destroy the lettuce, right? Like they get in there and they're like got, got the sauce in them. They're hot. They're hot. Cold. The salad's cold. Like you could have hot chicken, I guess, on a Caesar salad. Not or really, hot, but steak is usually a little mild. Like it's really not hot on there. The only thing I could think is maybe because they, if you're thinking about like a sheep herder, maybe they only had one bowl or something. So they just. Well, Basque, I mean, the Brazilians do that a lot where they make those rice bowls with the. God, they're good. I can't think of it. I just did Fajana, it's called. I just did it on an episode. With, yeah. With Mallard Ducks. Maybe it was born out of not having a ton of dishes. Or it was a drunk white guy on Louie's on a Thursday night that just couldn't freaking just get spilled, it right. Just spilled and they tasted Bring me good. another pecan. Are you really going to have a pecan? I don't know. You're definitely going to have a beer. I always get a pecan and a Bud Light. Really? Uh-huh. It just depends on what I feel like. I don't feel the best today. I didn't sleep good last the night. The soup in the summertime is not my favorite thing in the world, but it's, I'll eat it. It's not? It's not? I, I don't like hot soup when it's hot outside, you know? But you should get a steak and get the garlic and mushrooms on it. Mm. Does the sweetbreads are good, but they're, they're almost like a little too much, too rich. Yeah, you got to share them. Yeah, you got to share them. I and always, they're fried, so you don't want to eat a lot of fried food. Yeah, but they're know? not deep fried. You get the sautéed ones? That's, well, you, that's the only way to get them. There's no deep-fried ones, are yeah, there? Yeah, Jim Ray style. Or the fry, they're like deep-fried in like a sauce with peppers and onions. No, the sauté is the only way to go. They're pretty good. The other really? Way. They deep-fry some of the sweetbreads? I thought he got sautéed with the Jim Ray sauce on the side is all. No. Yeah. Every time I've had them ask for they're fried. The, really? The sweetbreads are fried, then they're put like in a sauce with the peppers and onions. Yeah, sautéed fried, flash fried. Yeah, not like. You're talking about like a French fry, like you put the breading on it and deep it down in the grease? Yeah. No. Really? Yeah. That wouldn't be good. They're so good. Be like gizzards. They're like Rocky Mountain oysters. They're good. 
My friend's cooking Rocky Mountain oysters right now in Nashville. She just texts me literally. Says I'm starting the process right now. What rub do I use? Says speaking of rub. <laughs> speaking of rub, don't forget to cut the membranes off. When's the last time you've been to Bruce's in Colorado? You go last Shit, year. Shit, I haven't been the. I haven't been the last. I haven't hunted in Colorado in four years. Um, I just wore that place out so much. I don't know about. I mean, Bruce's is cool because of the nostalgia and the camaraderie, but dude. My opinion is, I don't even know if I'm eating a bull nut up there. I mean, you could take coyote backstrap and deep fry them like that. that. Yeah, you know what Isn't I mean. Isn't that what the testicle festival festival is here too? Though they're just all deep fried like that too. Yeah, yeah. but man, have you ever had them right off the right off the steer and you freaking right, right off the sack? Yeah, just right off the sack and put them right on the grease. Mm, no, they're pretty good. You take a hammer to them and tenderize them, knock the Cadbury egg out of them, <laughs> beat the veins out, beat the veins out of them. You like to dip yours in ketchup? <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, so you would never invite me to the nut the nut fest. I've never been, honestly. Really? Julie said she doesn't see why not. Where is it? So that's fine. Yeah. Harvey's. Yeah. Harvey's. Write her back and say one thing: condition. You're buying dinner. Harvey's South Lake Tahoe. Bring that old Pinocchio's freaking card. That'll be nice. That'll be fun. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, you're welcome. I'll try and <clears> do you even like too. Eric Church? Yeah, I don't like his gun stance, but I like his songs. I really? think he just said that because he felt a little threatened by the woke mob. Maybe he's not the strongest guy. I didn't appreciate him saying it, but I think he's genius musician. He's pretty good. Yeah, I've seen him before. I went up there a cup two weeks ago for Kenny Chesney. He was incredible. <laughs> Another concert I went to. Stupid. You've been to so many concerts already. What do you got at the Nugget? Just Kid Rock? Yeah. You're not Toby going to No, we're not going to Pitbull. Is Toby going to be okay? I hope. I talked to him yesterday. He's doing all right. Is he going to retire? I didn't realize he was that old. Not that he's old, but I'm saying he, he struck me as a younger guy. Really? Yeah, Shit, we were watching with the rib cook-off when I was in high school. I know. I don't know. Just his, his whole persona and attitude, he just seems like a younger man. You know, Red Solo Cup, he wrote from an AARP card. AARP card? Yeah. I mean, he had to have been 50-something years old when he wrote that. No, shit, no, dude. Red Solo Cup's been out for at least 15 years. You think? Yeah, I'm hell saying yeah. 10. No way. Are you going to Google it? Yeah. Fact checker, where's Jack? Yeah, he's never here anymore. Red Solo Cup. 2011. We're both pretty close. I'm better. I'm closer. And how old is he right now? So he was in his 40s, yeah? Well, he's 62, right? Is he? I think so. I think that's what I read. Sixty-one. So he wrote it when he was 50. 50. That's perfect party in age. You think so? Um, I don't know. I think that Parting's more fun when you don't have to overdo it. You have the income to do it right. And you can drink better stuff. I don't know how to not overdo it. Really? Yeah. You only had one beer for lunch today. I could add On, six. It went down so smooth. Did it? With oh my, my God, snow with goose tacos. tacos? There's nothing better than a Mexican beer and some tacos. Tacos are so good. Whoever invented those. I'm Taco, I, Taco Libre, the worst movie ever made, Nacho, Nacho Libre, Libre that you said to watch. <laughs> what a shit show. I met a guy the other day that he believed everything should be 
everything should be wrapped in a tortilla. Every meal. And it's no hard way. to argue that. Breakfast burritos are good. Tacos are good. Quesadillas are good. That's just Mexican food, though. I don't want steak wrapped in a tortilla. I want you steak. You never had carne asada? Yeah, but I'd rather have carne asada on the side with a little lime and a little queso fresca. No tortilla. You're just anti-carb right now. I don't think I'm anti-carb. I think that I think that the idea of a burrito is cool, but I think that you you're you get overpowered taste. But depending on what, when you put carne asada in a burrito and then you put sour cream and well, guacamole yeah. and hot sauce and salsa and olives and jalapenos, there, you're you don't taste that. the meat. You're not tasting yeah. that meat. I love. I made I made salmon last night and I made ribeyes yesterday for lunch. I made everybody ribeye salad yesterday. Every bite of the steak stood out. Dude, this new beef rub we got coming out. Legit, legit. Put on ground beef. Great smokehouse hamburger. Awesome on steaks. Why didn't you pull some out today? Um, be, be, being honest, I didn't have enough. And I mm. need to do a couple more beef recipes. I didn't want to use it on the snow goose. Still in so the I testing the, phase. I used the fowl in the meat. With some salt and a little bit of black, a little bit of salt and black pepper, and then I sprinkled provider Sonora rub on the tortillas. They were delicious, phenomenal. You're a good cook, though. Mm, average, unorthodox, visionary. I picture something and I can nail it, but I am I couldn't bake you a cake. I you I could roll you I could twice. roll you gnocchi and make a good gravy or sauce for the for an Italian dish. But it's not. But it's not like you'd be taught by Wolfgang Puck. Right. He'd look at it and go, "You're an asshole." What you, What do you think Wolfgang Puck would have thought about those baked beans you made in uh, Talladega? <laughs> Remember when you got all the breakfast stuff? You chopped it all up and put it in the beans for dinner. All the ones, <laughs> and and everybody lost their mind <laughs> over it. Everybody <laughs> lost their mind because again, I grew up poor. And people would have just thrown that away. Oh, but then God. everybody's walking up. What were they saying? Be right. honest. Oh, no. I'm not. They're like, this is the incredible. What world, is yeah. this? And it was sausage, bacon, eggs, toast, <laughs> freaking hash browns rolled into baked beans. <laughs> it was the bomb. That's what it was called, the bomb. <laughs> it was funny, dude. It caused a bomb. Right. I don't know, dude. I think that you need to reevaluate friendship. You're missing out on so much. And and I'd really like to be a fly on the wall of what the hell you do at your house. Because you're there so much alone because your girlfriend's a workaholic. Or her dad's a slave driver. It's one of those two. But what do you do? Like, are you watching TV? Or are you scrolling? Do you exercise? Do you go out and work on your El Camino? You have oh, yeah. a car up on blocks? I mean, are you cleaning guns? You do all that stuff. Are you cleaning guns? Yeah. Really? Cleaning guns. Man, you I... like living in suburbia like that? You like being in a little neighborhood like that? No. Like... God, no. You want some property? Yeah. When are you guys going to get I want to move out of Reno. I want to move. Reno sucks. It's so bad now. Oh, you should like it. It's that Tahoe Basin. No, it's a shithole. Tahoe sucks. Dangerous as hell. Once you're in the water, it's the best feeling in the world. I'm talking like therapeutic. Tahoe? Mm -hmm. Kenny Chesney took Anna to Zephyr. And I went in and I come out like Wilford Brimley and Cocoon. I mean, it's freaking unbelievable. Hey, I think Tahoe 25 years ago was great. Well, it's too expensive. I, just, I, can't deal, I can't deal with the crowds, the traffic, the people. That's a function, I guess, of getting older. And, and I don't mind people. I, I don't have any social anxieties or anything like that. But 
to go to Lake Tahoe, n- number one, you can't drink on a beach anymore, which is so stupid. That's a lie. You can't. You can't have glass. You can't mm. have anything. Well, the beach I go to. Two words. Yeah, flask cap. cap. Hey, that- I walked right in there at nine shots in that Matic 9. Had a little cooler with just cans. Soda water and stuff. Soda water yeah. with the ice. And then, of course, Zephyr's got their own bar right there, so we had to get a yeah. rum runner, which they're way better at the Beacon and the Keys. Way better at the Beacon. Um, but not one person said, you're allowed to drink on the beach. We got kicked out last 4th of July on Kings Beach, man. They don't. They, you can have a beer on the beach. I don't think you can anymore. Oh, come on. I'm telling you. You're telling me that people go to a beach without beers. Are you out of your mind? You can't have glass. I don't think some, you can have alcohol. Some beaches you can't have a cooler in. Like some of those private beaches, you can't bring a cooler in. Kings Beach, three years ago on 4th of July, I had a case of beer, canned beer, and the cops came, the forest rangers, they kicked us out. I don't think you're, certain beaches in Tahoe, you're not allowed to have alcohol anymore. Are Kings you Beach being one of them. I would never go to Kings Beach. Kings Beach, Tahoe, alcohol. Alcoholic beverages are not allowed at this beach. Yeah. Smoking is not allowed. So I got, I mean, Zephyr obviously is a different deal, but yeah. they have a bar on their beach. So I, yeah. but Zephyr's also butts to nuts. Pat, I mean, it, Kings most Beach of the is time. California. Oh, maybe that's the, maybe that's Zephyr's what it Nevada. is. Zephyr's Nevada. Maybe that's what it is. So yes, I don't like Tahoe. We'll go to the Nevada side. Kings Beach sucks. I know. It's that's all rocks. Where Jilly's house is. Well, tell her to get a new house. I guess. You can't tell me that being on a boat in the middle of Tahoe is not heaven. It's the best water in the world. The best. The best. There's nothing that touches it. You could see 100 feet down. Cold, though. 71 on top, 65, 10 feet down. It's not cold. It's so thick. 75 on top in late August. July. It was was good the other day. No, you were just nine shots out of your flask cap, dude. No, I didn't drink that much out of it, but I'm saying you could have. But it felt good. Anna got up to her belly button. She, it, she the kids in. were just all over it, I'm sure. They don't care. They were all over it. Yeah. I don't really know what we just talked about, except for the fact that Life. you don't invite any friends anywhere. I'm going to get better at inviting you. No, closer. you won't. I guarantee you don't. I'm, I heard, I've already had one today. You did not. You in town this weekend? No. Oh. I leave for Arkansas. I, I was just going to invite you a bunch of things. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm out of party. What, how... <laughs> Out of necessity. Friday night beers and then a party on Saturday at my house. <laughs> How convenient. All right. Well, that's Jack Daniels Presents Breaking It Down. This life ain't for everybody. Just a casual conversation. Big things popping right now. Hopefully, y'all are enjoying the episodes. Our sister podcast, The Foul Life. Everything that we're doing over at American Wing Shooting with Anna V. 40 Years to Freedom with Anna V and Jen Swenson. Where the Payment Ends with Yours Truly. That's sitting next to me, Alex Crosby, my brother's Clinton Clay Belding. Am I missing any of them? The Foul Life Podcast, This Life Ain't For Everybody, which this breaking it down is part of. 40 Years to Freedom, American Wing Shooting, and Where the Payment Ends. Big news coming. Big news. I mean, big news coming for our podcast very soon. Can't wait to announce it to y'all. And hopefully you're enjoying the brand new episodes of the Benelli's The Foul Life TV right now, exclusively on the Outdoor Channel. Season 14 is there, and we're getting ready to hit the road to start filming Season 15, if you can imagine that. Get better, Toby Keith. Want to send a big thank you out to Tracy Lawrence and John Party for the hospitality this last weekend. 
If y'all are in the Little Rock area this coming weekend, come see us at the Delta Waterfowl National Convention. We'll be in the Realtree booth. We'll be on the seminar stage, and we'll be in the banded booth 2 to 4 on Saturday. Drake White's performing a concert, and then we'll see you when we see you. Breaking it down, Brent Cobb, morning's going to come. Peace. Peace.